Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm China. Today is the 30th day of December. Welcome. So great to be here with you today. My goodness, we are getting so close to the end of the year. I hope that it has been a great year for you and that you are feeling grateful and expectant and excited for this new year, 2023. And uh, I hope you got your New Year's Eve plans locked in. Um, the great thing about being a, I still feel like I'm a new parent is, uh, listen, I'm not going to any New Year's Eve parties. I will do a noon Year's Eve party. I saw that somewhere and I was like, that is brilliant. This is perfect for parents who have littles because my kid still wakes up in the middle of the night. She does not sleep through the night. I don't have that expectation on her. Um, but I, I don't want to be awake till midnight. <laughs> that sounds awful to me. My child, no matter what time I put her to bed, is up about 6.37 every single morning. So if I don't go to bed at a good time, I'm going to pay for it in the morning. So I'm like, a New Year's Day party, New Year's Eve party sounds great. I think that's... The way I want to celebrate it every year. Maybe when all my kids are out of the house and older, or maybe we can all celebrate it together. I don't know. I don't need to plan that far in advance. But all I'm saying is, if that's you and you're like, no, I need a parent night out or I need a, a night out and I'm going to stay up until the sun comes up, great. You do that. Not me. I will be asleep. I will tell you Happy New Year in the morning. <laughs> and today we continue on in the book of Revelation with chapters 12 through 18. A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous red dragon with seven heads and 10 horns and seven crowns on its head. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to the earth. The dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth, so that it might devour her child the moment he was born. He gave birth to a son, a male child, who will rule all the nations of an iron scepter. And her child was snatched up to God and to his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness to a place prepared for her by God, where she might be taken care of for 1,260 days. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down, that ancient serpent called the devil, Satan, who leads the whole world astray, was hurled to the earth, and his angels with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have come the salvation and the power in the kingdom of our God, and the authority of his Messiah. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters, who accuses them before our God, day and night, has been hurled down. It triumphed over him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you who dwell in them. But woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has gone down to you, he is filled with fury, because he knows that his time is short. 
When the dragon saw that he had been hurled to the earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the male child. The woman was given the two wings of a great eagle, so that she might fly to the place prepared for her in the wilderness, where she would be taken care of for a time, times, and half a time, out of the serpent's reach. Then from his mouth the serpent spewed water like a river to overtake the woman and sweep her away with the torrent. But the earth helped the woman by opening its mouth and swallowing the river that the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. Then the dragon was enraged at the woman and went off to wage war against the rest of her offspring, those who keep God's commands and hold fast their testimony about Jesus. The dragon stood on the shore of the sea, and I saw a beast coming out of the sea. It had ten horns and seven heads, with ten crowns on its horns, and each head a blasphemous name. The beast I saw resembled a leopard, who had feet like those of a bear and mouth like that of a lion. The dragon gave the beast his power and his throne and great authority. On one of the heads of the beast seemed to be to have a fatal wound, but the fatal wound had been healed. The whole world was filled with wonder and followed the beast. People worshipped the dragon because he had given authority to the beast. And they also worshipped the beast and asked, Who is like the beast? Who can wage war against it? The beast was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemes and to exercise its authority for 42 months. It opened its mouth to blaspheme God and to slander his name and his dwelling place and those who live in heaven. It was given power to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. It was given authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. All inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast, all whose names have not been written in the Lamb's book of life, the Lamb who was slain for the creation of the world. Whoever has ears, let them hear. If anyone is to go into captivity, into captivity they will go. If anyone is to be killed with the sword, with the sword they will be killed. This calls for patient endurance and faithfulness on the part of God's people. Then I saw a second beast coming out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. It exercised all the authority of the first beast on its behalf and made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast, whose fatal wound had been healed. And it performed great signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to the earth in full view of the people. Because of the signs it was given power to perform on behalf of the first beast and deceive the inhabitants of the earth, it ordered them to set up an image in honor of the two beasts who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. The second beast was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast so that the image could speak and cause all who refused to worship the image to be killed. It also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads, so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the person who has insight calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. The number is 666. Then I looked, and there before me was the Lamb, standing on Mount Zion, with him 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. 
And I heard a sound from heaven like the roar of rushing waters and like a loud peal of thunder. The sound I heard was like that of harpists playing their harps. And they sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and their elders. No one could learn the song except for the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. These are those who did not defile themselves with women, for they remained virgins. They follow the lamb wherever he goes. They were purchased from among mankind and offered as first fruits to God and the lamb. No lie was found in their mouths. They are blameless. Then I saw another angel fly in midair, and he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on the earth. Every nation, tribe, language, and people, he said in a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the springs of water. A second angel followed and said, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great, which made all the nations drink the maddening wine of her adulteries. A third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast in its image and receives its mark on their forehead or on their hand, they too will drink the wine of God's fury which has been poured full strength into the cup of his wrath. They will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb, and the smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever. There will be no rest day or night for those who worship the beast in its image, or anyone who receives the mark of its name. This calls for patient endurance on the part of the people of God who keep his commands and remain faithful to Jesus. Then I heard a voice from heaven say, Write this, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, they will rest from their labor, for their deeds will follow them. I looked, and there before me was a white cloud, and seated on the cloud was like a son of man, with a crown of gold on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. Then another angel came out of the temple and called in a loud voice to him who was sitting on the cloud. Take your sickle and reap, because the time to reap has come, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. So he who was seated on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth, and the earth was harvested. Another angel came out of the temple in heaven, and he too had a sharp sickle. Still another angel, who had charge of the fire, came from the altar and called in a loud voice to him who had the sharp sickle. Take your sharp sickle and gather the clusters of grapes from the earth's vine, because its grapes are ripe. The angel swung its sickle on the earth, gathered its grapes, and threw them into the great winepress of God's wrath. They were trampled in the winepress outside the city, and blood flowed out of the press, rising as high as the horse's bridles for a distance of 1,600 stadia. I saw in heaven another great and marvelous sign, seven angels with the seven last plagues, last because with them God's wrath is completed. And I saw what looked like sea of glass glowing with fire, and standing beside the sea, those who had been victorious over the beast and its image and over the number of its name. They held harps given them by God and sang the song of God's servant, Moses and of the Lamb. Great and marvelous are your deeds, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, 
King of the nations, who will not fear you, Lord, and bring glory to your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you, for your righteous acts have been revealed. After this I looked, and I saw in heaven the temple, that is, the tabernacle of the covenant law, and it was opened. Out of the temple came the seven angels with the seven plagues. They were dressed in clean, shining linen, and wore golden sashes around their chests. Then one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls filled with the wrath of God, who lives forever and ever. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no one could enter the temple until the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, Go, pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. The first angel went and poured out his bowl on the land, and ugly, festering sores broke out on the people, who had the mark of the beast and worshipped its image. The second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it turned into blood like that of a dead person, and every living thing in the sea died. The third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs of water, and they became blood. Then I heard the angel in charge of the waters say, You are just in these judgments, O holy one, you who are and who were, for they have shed the blood of your holy people and your prophets, and you have given them blood to drink as they deserve. And I heard the altar respond, Yes, Lord God Almighty, true and just are your judgments. The fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, and the sun was allowed to scorch people with fire. They were seared by the intense heat, and they cursed the name of God, who had control over these plagues, but they refused to repent and glorify him. The fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and its kingdom was plunged into darkness. People gnawed their tongues in agony and cursed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores, but they refused to repent of what they had done. The sixth angel poured out his bowl in the great river Euphrates, and its water dried up to prepare the way for the kings of the east. Then I saw three impure spirits that looked like frogs. They came out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. They are demonic spirits that perform signs, and they go out of the kings of the whole world to gather them for the battle on the great day of God Almighty. Look. I come like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake and remains clothed, so as not to go naked and be shamefully exposed. Then they gathered the kings together to the place that in Hebrew is called Armageddon. The seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and out of the temple came a loud voice from the throne, saying, It is done. Then there came flashes of lightning rumblings, peals of thunder, and a severe earthquake. No earthquake like it has ever occurred since mankind has been on earth. So tremendous was the quake. The great cities split into three parts, and the cities of the nations collapsed. God remembered Babylon the great and gave her the cup filled with the wine of the fury of his wrath. Every island fled away and the mountains could not be found. From the sky, huge hailstones, each weighing about a hundred pounds, fell on people, and they cursed God on account of the plague of hail, because the plague was so terrible. 
One of the seven angels who had the seven bulls came and said to me, Come, I will show you the punishment of the great prostitute who sits by many waters. With her, the kings of the earth committed adultery. The inhabitants of the earth were intoxicated with the wine of her adulteries. Then the angel carried me away into the spirit, into a wilderness. There I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that was covered with blasphemous names and had seven heads and ten horns. The woman was dressed in purple and scarlet and was glittering with gold, precious stones and, and pearls. She held a golden cup in her hand, filled with abominable things and the filth of her adulteries. The name written on her forehead was a mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of prostitutes, and of the abominations of the earth. I saw that the woman was drunk with the blood of God's holy people, the blood of those who bore testimony to Jesus. When I saw her, I was greatly astonished. Then the angel said to me, Why are you astonished? I will explain to you the mystery of the woman and of the beast she rides, which has the seven heads and ten horns. The beast which you saw once was, now is not, and yet will come up out of the abyss and go to its destruction. The inhabitants of the earth whose names have not been written in the book of life from the creation of the world will be astonished when they see the beast, because it once was, now is not, and yet will come. This calls for a mind with wisdom. The seven heads are seven hills on which the woman sits. They are also seven kings. Five have fallen, one is, and the other has not yet come. But when he does come, he must remain for only a little while. The beast who once was, and now is not, is an eighth king. He belongs to the seventh and is going to his destruction. The ten horns you saw are ten kings who have not yet received a kingdom. But, for, but who, for one hour, will receive authority as kings, along with the beast? They have one purpose, and will give the power and authority to the beast. They will wage war against the Lamb, but the Lamb will triumph over them, because he is Lord of lords and King of kings, and with him will be his called, chosen, and faithful followers. Then the angel said to me, The waters you saw where the prostitute sits, and peoples, multitudes, nations, and languages. The beast and the ten horns you saw will hate the prostitute. They will bring her to ruin and leave her naked. They will eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God has put it into their hearts to accomplish his purpose by agreeing to hand her over to the beast, their royal authority, until God's words are fulfilled. The woman you saw is the great city that rules over the kings of the earth. After this, I saw another angel coming down from heaven. He had great authority, and the earth was illuminated by his splendor. With a mighty voice, he shouted, Fallen! Fallen is Babylon the Great! She has become a dwelling for demons, and a haunt for every impure spirit, a haunt for every unclean bird, a haunt for every unclean and detestable animal. For all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. The kings of the earth committed adultery with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries. Then I heard another voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues. For her sins are piled up to heaven, and God has remembered her crimes. Give back to her as she is given. Pay her back double for what she has done. 
pour her a double portion from her own cup. Give her as much torment and grief as the glory and luxury she gave herself. In her heart she boasts, I sit enthroned as queen. I am not a widow. I will never mourn. Therefore, in one day, her plagues will overtake her. Death, mourning, and famine. She will be consumed by fire. For mighty is the Lord God who judges her. When the kings of the earth who committed adultery with her and shared her luxury see the smoke of her burning, they will weep and mourn over her. Terrified at her torment, they will stand far off and cry, Woe! Woe to you, great city, you mighty city of Babylon! In one hour your doom has come. The merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her because no one buys their cargoes anymore. Cargoes of gold, silver, precious stones and pearls, fine linen, purple, silk and scarlet cloth, every sort of citron wood and articles of every kind of made of ivory, costly wood, bronze, iron and marble, cargoes of cinnamon and spice, of incense, myrrh, and frankincense, of wine and olive oil, of fine flour and wheat, cattle and sheep, horses and carriages, and human beings sold as slaves. They will say, The fruit you longed for is gone from you. All your luxury and splendor have vanished, never to be recovered. The merchants who sold these things and gained their wealth from her will stand far off, terrified at her torment. They will weep and mourn and cry out, Woe, woe to you, great city, dressed in fine linen, purple and scarlet, and glittering with gold, precious stones and pearls. In one hour such great wealth has been brought to ruin. Every sea captain and all who travel by ship, the sailors and all who earn their living from the sea will stand far off. When they see the smoke of her burning, they will exclaim, Was there ever a city like this great city? They will throw dust on their heads and with weeping and mourning cry out, Woe, woe to you, great city, where all who had ships on the sea became rich through her wealth. In one hour she has been brought to ruin. Rejoice over her, you heavens. Rejoice, you people of God. Rejoice, apostles and prophets. For God has judged her with the judgment she imposed on you. Then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a large millstone and threw it into the sea and said, With such violence, the great city of Babylon will be thrown down, never be found again. The music of harpists and musicians, pipers and trumpets will never be heard in you again. No worker of any trade will ever be found in you again. The sound of a millstone will never be heard in you again. The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The voice of bridegroom and bride will never be heard in you again. Your merchants were the world's important people. By your magic spell, all the nations were led astray. In her was found the blood of prophets and of God's holy people, and all who have been slaughtered on the earth. Something that really captivated my attention that I thought was so good was, he was saying that you need wisdom to understand this, to hear this, and I think we can all say, Amen. But truly, I think that that's such a good thing to be in remembrance of is that we need wisdom to understand God's word. We need wisdom to understand what he's saying. And even when we were reading uh, in the New Testament this year with parables, sometimes I would 
understand what Jesus was saying. And then sometimes it was kind of like, oh man, like, you know, I want eyes to see, I want ears to hear this. And I think it just makes me realize, okay, I'm human. I'm not perfect. I've not achieved every level that can be unlocked, you know, uh, and there's room for growth. And that's where humility steps in and says, you don't have it all figured out. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to have the wisdom of the Lord. Like you ask for the wisdom of the Lord. And so Lord, we just ask for your wisdom, whether it's to decipher your word, to hear from you and what you're speaking over us in our own lives, um, or just making daily decisions. God, I pray that we would have your wisdom to guide, lead and direct us. And I just thank you so much that you give freely and willingly and you ask us to give freely and willingly. And so I just thank you for your word. And I thank you for your wisdom that you are instilling and imparting into us. And I thank you that we can look over our lives and look over this year and just see the growth, maybe a, a step forward and a couple steps back in some areas and just having the understanding that sometimes that's, it, it's just normal. And the grace to continue to walk forward. And I thank you that your wisdom covers us and that we read a couple months ago that she has been with us. She's always been partnered with you in creating the heavens and the earth. And I just thank you that your wisdom is always with us. I pray that we would be aware of it and lean into it. We'd partake in it. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Wow, guys, we are so close to the end of the year. And it's like so bittersweet because bitter in terms of, wow, it's the end. We will never have this year back again. And then it's sweet because we're not saying goodbye forever. We're just like, we're not saying goodbye for even that long. It's just, we'll see you tomorrow, you know? But it's not New Year's Eve yet. Enjoy your last, well, enjoy your day. Enjoy like kind of the calm before not the storm, but storms aren't always bad. Storms are sometimes necessary and they're sometimes relaxing. You know, some people like my husband are always like, I would really like it to storm tonight. I would sleep so good. So my husband is Jesus in that story. And I'm the one who's like, I think we need to have a storm shelter and radio with batteries and water supply in our basement. And he's just like, yeah, let me, I'm just going to sleep. Let me sleep with the windows open so I can hear the rain. <laughs> um, but all that to say, Enjoy your last day before the storm happens and the calm before the storm. And storms can be good or bad. It's up for interpretation. But that is all for today. I'm China. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hi, my name is Joy from North Carolina. I just want to say thank you, China, for the reading today on Christmas. Oh, my goodness. When you went back to Peter and reread, it was like a new arm just grew out to give me more assistance, the encouragement to grow. I can't thank you enough for the love that you and your whole family give. Oh, I'm just so appreciative. 
It's Jesus' birthday, and I have to say, without his birth, thank you, God, because we would not have him to hang on that tree to give us everlasting life and the encouragement and the love. It just makes you want to just continue to grow. Thank you all so much. The whole campfire, the whole community is just filled with love. I'm a great-grandmother, and y'all encourage me every single day. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Hello, Daily Audio Bible Chronological. This is Michael from London. It's Boxing Day, the 26th of December. I just want to leave a Happy New Year message to everybody. I'm hoping this will be played uh, on or before the 31st of December. I just want to say uh, thank you to the Harden family, to the technical team who deal with the service and so on, and everyone connected to the community, whether you leave messages or not this year. It's been my first year listening to the Bible being read, um, and it's been fantastic. I've really enjoyed it. Rather than praying, I just want to leave two scriptures for you uh, readings uh, the first one is numbers chapter 6 verses 24 to 26 which says this the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you the lord turn his face towards you and give you peace and the second reading is from romans chapter 15 verse 13 and it says this May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So I want to wish you all a happy new year, fantastic 2023, and I pray that uh, more people will be joining this community, whether it's chronological or DAB, and we'll all be blessed fantastically by the word of God. Have a great new year, everybody. God bless. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. It's Whitney. Um, I wanted to get this recording in before the end of the year. Um, I've had a really bad year this year, but I want to thank, I don't want anybody to think that I am not appreciative of everything. Um, being there for my family in each and every way that everyone has been, and I'm so thankful and grateful for that. Um, I want to give a special thanks to Debbie. She knows who she is. I don't need to say any more than that. Um, and for the prayers, just the, the prayers and the encouragement and Kino Sacred Daniel and everybody else that has just blessed me with letting my name and my family's name cross your lips to God's ears. Um, it's been really rough, and it's still rough. The hole is still there for my parents, not having my parents. Um, it's weird living life without them. Um, and it still hurts. But I know, as Jill said today, 
that this world can take everything from me, but it cannot take my faith. And I have. God has been too good to me and too good to us for me not to have my faith. Thank you again. Merry Christmas. Love you all.